Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to another episode of Romanian Football Hub. This is Philip. This is Horia. And uh, today we want to discuss uh, mainly the national team results last month and the selections. So, uh, I guess to start, what do you think, Horia, uh, about the first game against uh, Iceland that was really a big boost for us, I think? Um, ah, it was a good game. <laughs> we got we got the three points that we really needed. Um, we obviously we came against a, a weakened Iceland side. If I might if I may say that I think that uh, the the scandals within the federation and the problems that certain players of the national team have had have taken their toll on the on on their national team, which we we benefited from actually because. You know, if you told us last year that we would beat Iceland to new, we would have been really happy with it. But you know, uh, now looking at their squad, we kind of like had to win because it was not the first thing, but still a very important win because going away to Reykjavik is never an easy place to go, and we really needed those two points. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely not easy on on the turf pitch and and the weather conditions they sometimes have there and. Uh, it's just it's not easy to go there, and they're a very physical team too. Yeah, but um, we're also a bit lucky, I would say, that they had a bit change of generation, and um, although they did still have some interesting under twenty one players that were promoted, uh, it was it was definitely a different team. I think that we faced um, compared to the one that we lost to, but so so were we. We were a completely different team as well, right? Yeah. Um, and it was very nice to see that uh, impact by uh, Ma Man, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. just to get get it off the mark. Yeah. Also, it was a very good uh, performance by Stanchu, um, a player that a, a player that I've slated on a number of occasions on on here because he doesn't do enough for the national team. But this game, he really proved me wrong. He he kind of started the move for the for the first goal. Um, you can kind of give him the assist if you want to. And he also took the second one brilliantly, really composed finish to wrap, wrap the game up with 10 minutes to go. So uh, props to him for that because we really needed him um, this time out. Yeah, I mean, props to him to, to actually get it, uh, you know, get it done, the job. But at the same time, I feel like he struggles in Rodoy's system. In Radoy's system, he's more deeper and he mm -hmm. loses a lot of those battles, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it's better, I think, for him to be behind the striker with more freedom. I think that's where he would do best. But uh, I understand, the, you know, Radoy doesn't want to sacrifice the, the formation, I guess, for that. But yeah. one thing I didn't understand is why Rizvan Marin only started in one match. You know, and I think it was against Liechtenstein. Yeah. Liechtenstein. And I didn't understand that because he had a very good assist to Stanchu. And, you know, he's just our best midfielder at the moment on paper. Um, but I also, at the same time, I don't think it was smart of him to make those comments. You know, we can't really disrespect the coach. And yeah. you have to just do your job. I understand it was frustrating for him because, number one, he's not feeling used in the best way and also not, He's coming there as a sub for mm -hmm. two out of three games. So yeah. when he's playing like the best level of our midfields right now, I would say. So yeah. I understand he's frustrated. Yeah, obviously it's frustrating for him, but at the same time, I I am I stand by Radoy on this one because I think that he finally found some balance in midfield. I think that playing Nedelku was was really was a huge boost for us because. He gave us some some shape. He he's also quite quite all right on You're the ball. I say yeah. yeah, and he's quite you know he has an imposing figure. Like he was he's quite tall, so he could cope with the long balls when they came to, to our box. He can, he could draw between the center backs as well to create uh to create an overload on the in the box for us defensively. So I understand why why Radoy wasn't uh, didn't play Marin. I think that Chicaldo was quite in form as well when the when the games came in, and I think that I don't think 
I don't think necessarily that Chikilda is droppable at the moment. I think he's he played really well this this international break, and I think he should keep his place. Um, and between Stanchu and Marin, it's gonna always it's always gonna be a toss of a, a toss of the coin between who starts and who doesn't because Stanchu has been has reached fifty caps for us. So obviously, he's an important player, especially in the last few years. So. Yeah, uh, I liked Marin as an impact sub. He, as you said, he got the assist against Iceland. I don't know, but I don't know what to say much. Guys. I think uh, midfield is where we, we are the best and we finally find, found some balance, even though we had to sacrifice some certain individuals. Yeah, but I don't know. Me personally, I have a more radical view. I feel like we should just drop Stanchu to the bench, you know, and have him come second half. Because I think Chicaldo, people say Chicaldo and Marin are too similar profile, but I, I disagree. I think Chicaldo is more well-rounded. He's very, uh, more box-to-box. He is, he's capable defensively, whereas Marin is not so great in that area. Um, and I say, why not have Chicaldo uh, playing box-to-box, you know, while Marin plays more drifting forward, but still supporting, but more forward than Chicaldo. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Nedelku is a pure DM. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would still be balanced, in my opinion. But anyways, I understand Stancho has the most caps. But for me, um, besides his goal and a couple of passes, I think Marin would still be a better player to have in his place. Yeah, But that's just my opinion. Yeah. He could be. Uh, we've seen what he's capable of. Like, in the last two games, since the end of the international break, he's really... Stepped it up. He he's got two assists for Cagliari. One against Lazio, very good, cheap through ball. I'd say, uh, was you know it was a testament to how good he is and how good he can be and how he can help the national team. You know, break the defensive line and find solutions. Um, in yeah, the time. I believe so. his his technical ability is bordering on world class, in my opinion. I this might sound crazy, but I think he has that talent in him. It's just about. Um, finding the moment and, and staying uh, consistent at international level as well, you know. But he's a very peculiar player because if you play him, in, uh, he's not like Chicaldo. He's not so versatile, I would say. I think he really excels as in the attacking phase more. So yeah. as a number 10 or as an 8, he would be fine. Yeah. But uh, Chicaldo, he can play anywhere in the midfield, really. <laughs> yeah, we've seen with Chicaldo that... Uh, you know, he for the under 21s in at the Euros, he played as a as a six in a pivot with Tudor Balutza and did really well. I think I I really liked him there, and I think that at the time it was his best position. But then we saw him with Craiova that he played as a as a number eight in a midfield three where he like where he exploded. He scored like 14 yeah. goals from midfield, which was unheard of for a midfielder. And then. Uh, he played as, as a 10 in the latter stages of the season for Kreva, where he struggled a bit, but still he managed to put up good numbers, even though he really didn't really enjoy his role in that, but he could still score a couple goals, and in, especially in the playoffs and that. So, Yeah. And, and back to the Iceland game, I think it was interesting that we were missing so many... Uh, uh, you know, forwards and, and especially left-wingers, oh, that yeah. we actually put Sorescu there. And I don't think he did too well there. I mean, he had some interesting runs, but he would mess up in the final action, right? And that was uh, one of his poor, more poor games. But I would like to see him again at right back sometime. Mm-hmm. But now we have Ratsiu, who surprised everyone also. He was very, very solid in these yeah. games. Very solid. He was... Uh, especially against Iceland. He was winning every ball. He was crossing well. He was very good. So now we have from almost zero options, like good options, to two very good options at right back. So that's something to look at for two. Um, and on the left back situation, it's the opposite. We still have problems. Like Kamora, he's done, I think. I mean, he's just too old and he's not keeping up with uh, the level. You know, he's messing up a lot of balls and, and in the wrong positions at times. Like, why weren't you covering your man here? You know, 
Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping Bobok maybe at some point can take over, but we'll see. Yeah, um, it's a bit of a of a desperate situation when it comes to left backs. Um, I don't necessarily rate Kamara badly. I think he played pretty well against Iceland. I think he did well uh, considering the fact that he wasn't really helped by Sorescu in the defensive phase in the way that he was exposed a lot of on a lot of occasions that he was and he was 1v2 Iceland's winger or Iceland white player let's say and he kind of like did pretty well he kind of like minimized the, the he limited the damage um but one one thing that I wanted to highlight is that uh Banku's form is kind of is really off like I was watching the game between Trevor and, and Cluj uh last uh, Monday like uh, a couple of days ago and he was he was extremely off the pace he lost I think every duel he contested he lost every ball nearly got sent off and almost gave away a penalty which was unforgivable unforgivable because it was such a clear foul in the box and it, it should have been sent off but I don't know what's going on with him but he really he's really behind and I think he really needs to step it up if he wants to return to the national team because right now he's yeah. giving us he got dropped even for yeah Toshka, but actually I don't mind Toshka really. The one game I saw of him, he was not bad either. But um, Kamora, like you're saying, was okay versus Iceland for his standards. You know what we could expect, and also this lack of uh, defensive work by Sorescu. But against Macedonia, I think he was even worse. I think I think he was more missing a lot of balls. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. I don't want to say he was terrible, but I just. I'm fed up with the whole problems on the left side. I want us to find new solutions instead of the same Banku Kamora, you know. I want us to find a fresh solution. But or, or at least for one of them to be to have a consistent round of games where he would play, he would put up several no, this, performances. Yeah. You don't we don't really need a, a left back that that excels. You don't <laughs> need you don't need a Messi at left back. You need just someone that does a job for a certain yeah. period of time. But you can't... How much is Kamoda have left in the tank? He's 35, right? Or 34, 35. I, think I mean, the, there's I think, no future there. I think the, the World Cup qualifiers are the last... Uh, there's no the future last, for him, so forget it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the last campaign for him. I, I think that going beyond that with him, I think it would be a bit over the top because he'll turn, but, he turns yeah. 36 next year. He can't really do that, I don't think. And and because but it especially in the modern game, like <laughs> they need to be running constantly a lot, be quick. You know? Yeah, and he he's never been the best defensively. Plus, you know, sadly his uh, call-ups have always caused a stir among the supporters. Let's say because mm -hmm. he isn't born in Romania and because he's uh, he's Portuguese seemingly, but he's Romanian. Um, so obviously. You know, I think I, I think he uh, this stuff that he he's not a he's not an 100 percent Romanian kind of like hindered his performances and hindered his stay in the national team. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm not born in Romania either. You know, I, I don't care about that personally, but I don't care. Uh, either. I don't care. I mean, my dad is Romanian, but I'm proud. You know, I would represent. But yeah. uh, that's not the issue with me at all. I know it seems that way to people, maybe, but it's it's just I don't. I think we should do a lot better. Yeah, than that. Um, you know, like he's not he's not so good of a player that at thirty five we need to keep him, even though mm -hmm. he's gonna, even though he has no future, right? It's because what's the big difference between him and Toshka or even Bobok giving him Bobok a chance, right? What's the huge difference? There isn't a huge difference. Yeah. So, what's the point? <laughs> Ah, you can say he has experience, but I think, you know, this whole discussion that he is not a proper Romanian, uh, he, like, kind of, like, put put him under a lot of pressure and made him a bit more... Yeah, there's more eye on him, yeah. ...prone to mistakes, even though, you know, it's not his fault. Because like, he, people will think, yeah, his heart is not... It's not that. He, he lives there, you know, for a long time, and he has a yeah, family there, so... Exactly. Who cares, like... Exactly. He's... He still has the citizenship. He's Romanian. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know? 
Yeah. As long as his heart is there, you know, yeah. and I think he does because why would you raise your family there and speak the language so well yeah. if you didn't care? But exactly. anyway, that's another topic. But <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, now on to the next games, I guess. Liechtenstein. Um, that was, we scored two goals early and I was hoping it was going to be, you know, a bigger scoreline, but it didn't turn out that way, which is how it is sometimes with, um, you know, sides like this, that bunker. Yeah. It's not easy to penetrate them because they just sit back and make it very uh, compact. Yeah. Um, but Haji's pass was excellent. I was really happy to see him uh, doing that. And Toshka had a great shot from diagonal also. Yeah. Uh, so these little things, you know, uh, players that you normally don't see starting in the national team, uh, even against minnows, are showing up. So it shows we have some 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 depth players that want to prove, you know. Yeah, I I was quite happy to to have the two goals scored early against Liechtenstein. I think like after the the Iceland game, it was very important to 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 secure three points against Liechtenstein at home and. Everyone was scared that we would yeah. do something. We could, we could easily mess it up. It's not about being better. It's about scoring in the end, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and we could easily, you know, it's Liechtenstein is very, very um, compact at the back when they want to. Yeah, they were with us. They defended. They Even had... with Germany. Germany, they only scored two against Liechtenstein. So that tells you what, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, but I didn't like Olaru, honestly. I um, didn't like Korda. <laughs> yeah, him too was not very impressive. But Olaru, Korda especially, was... I find was well behind physically of the rest. Like I didn't really mind Olaru that much. He didn't have the best of games, but none of the players there on the pitch had a very good game. But like Korda was yeah. kind of like. It drew my attention because he was so desperate to to always dribble, to always to like you know you say about chances that they're desperate to find the to find a goal and to to try and score, yeah. but no, he was immature. He was giving the ball away. He he would rather dribble the ball the ball out of play than pass it to someone. Like, he doesn't understand yet what it means the national team. He doesn't know like he wasn't even in the under twenty one, so he it's totally new to him. This right, it's not the same as playing for. You know, Fechesebe or, uh, yeah. you know, Kinchan before that. That's where he's coming from. He has no even under 21 experience. So for him, it's like, uh, it's a, he doesn't understand, in my opinion, yet what it means, the, which comes with experience, right? But yeah. right now, he, it's too soon for him, you know? Yeah, I mean, he still has time and we probably will probably have other options in October. I'm but... sure we will have many more options by that time but uh, you never know maybe he will surprise us again he's not bad in, in Fetch yeah all, he's but... not bad in the league yeah. I, we have to say that yeah and Markovic was forced to start as a striker because of our problems <laughs> yeah because <laughs> because Alibek can't keep feet yeah yeah injuries and COVID and that yeah yeah and because yeah Tanasi and Dragos also, also got injured yeah, yeah. We basically but, we basically uh, lost three of our strikers during the international break due to Andre injury. Oh, unbelievable luck for him. He was in good form. Yeah, finally he was he was showing something, and then he he got injured during the warm up. Yeah, and uh, what do you what do you think about our final game, the zero zero with Macedonia? You know, we didn't concede any goals, but uh, that was the main that was the I only positive, like... I think. We didn't. I didn't like our performance though at all. Yeah, I think that was our worst performance. But the players were tired by that match, you know. And we were. We had so few. We didn't even have a full bench, you know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was uh, a situation we hopefully won't have to be in again. But yeah. with our luck in the last year, who knows? Yeah, against Macedonia, it was. We obviously didn't play well. I think it's clear to see. It was clear to see. And, you know, we had a lot of injuries and the players were really tired because the squad was literally hit by injuries and the the same players had to play all three games in a very short space of time. So, obviously, they were were knackered when the the Macedonia game came around. 
So it was really important we didn't concede because if we conceded, I don't think we would have scored to equalize. So it was really important yeah, that sure. the defense held firm against them. I agree completely on that because once we go down, this combined with the fatigue would be very bad because mentally we struggled that a lot. I yeah. think once we go down and you're already tired and you're lacking your best players, it's very difficult to come back against a team like North Macedonia that was in the Euros. Yeah. So it was not easy game. Yeah. But I'm glad we got away with a point from away from home. Very yeah. important. I think that a very, I don't know, a representative image of how we played against Macedonia was like was Markovic because as we all know he got hammered in the press at home that he wasn't good enough for the national team and that he he didn't play well and uh, you know he didn't show us anything but you know he's 20 he has excuses let's say he it was his only only his third game for the national team uh he, yeah, he didn't even play for the under 21s. <laughs> exactly. And it wasn't his fault that he got called up, unfortunately. And he, yeah, he it wasn't was just used an emergency. He wasn't used to playing that yeah. often and all that. And yeah, I'm quite sorry for him in a way. Um I don't know. And and there's also like the the you know the old kind of like the the old habits that players don't really cooperate in the national team but you know I, i'm not i'm not accusing anyone of anything but maybe that could have been a factor as well okay. yeah i don't know but we still but, got away um, with the point so he's still was, quite young he's 20 years old but yeah, um, yeah he yeah. even assisted against Liechtenstein, but regardless of his overall performance so <laughs> yeah yeah but um anyway i guess we should move on now to uh, the call-ups for next month Yep. against uh, Germany and Armenia. Yep. yep. So, let's look at this. So Massive It's game, only the... Oh, of course. We have to beat Armenia, 100%. And yeah. if we can get a draw by some miracle against Germany, it would be also huge. Yeah. But uh, I think... Get, most don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah, I think we lose that, but we have to beat Armenia then, 100%. I mean, we might have... We might... Ibai. We can have luck, but... You know, I don't with, want to with, think God, with you know it, it's all in the hands of God. But like Germany are in a rebuild and they lost North Macedonia in the spring. They narrowly beat yeah. Liechtenstein. So maybe just maybe we can scrape a draw. Just maybe. Yeah, but they also destroyed Armenia. So <laughs> the thing uh, that, that's, beat us. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. That is a problem. I think but, they're angry now and they have a new coach, right? So. Yeah, they have Flick. Flick, who's better, much better than Low. Um, didn't uh, Armenia have, uh, like, didn't they draw against Liechtenstein also? Yes, they did, which, which really helped, helped us. us. And also Macedonia tied Armenia, so that helped us. Mm -hmm. So we do have a few things going our way, but um, I don't know. Like, Yeah, Armenia, gonna be did, Armenia didn't really have a good international break, to be honest. Yeah, I just hope Adayemi doesn't score on us. <laughs> I don't care. Like, there, there are so many German players that can score against us. Like, I don't even care if it's Adayemi or any other one. Timo Werner, right? Your favorite. Uh, or Havertz. Oh. Or even Rodriguez, if you, if you think about it. All the Chelsea players, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this preliminary list. Let's see who we think is going to be dropped. Um, so we have for the keeper, Florin Nitsa, who's yeah. been giving exceptional performances in, in uh, Czech Republic mm -hmm. uh, and in the European games. <laughs> um, then we have for the defenders, uh, Kirikesh, who actually was dropped this weekend, despite uh, being kind of okay the previous game, but he was dropped this one against Atalanta. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, Ghana from... Uh, Aris San I don't Salami. think he, I don't think he's staying. He's he's only yeah he's only the second. How do you say it? he comes on in the second half sometimes, but I don't know how he's playing. Mm -hmm. uh, most likely he will be dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Toshka will probably stay. Yeah, staying. Yeah. Um, 
Although I think lately he hasn't played for them. I'm not sure why. It's kind of strange. Him <laughs> and Maxi. This season is not really relevant. Yeah, but anyways, um, Vasile uh, Mogos from Crotone. He had an assist recently. He had some decent performances, but it's Serie B, you know. Yeah, um, Charu. We also had... we all remember Mogos's performance against Armenia last time. Oh God gave away yeah the horrible pass back and uh being out of position all that no he oh. he can't stay he could just can't stay so we can say Ghana and Mogosh will be dropped for sure um Nedelcharu will probably stay I'm sure but he hasn't been impressive either in the Serie B lately mm-hmm. from what I've seen yeah um Ratsiu is a very bright spot right now. Yeah, he played good. the full game for Huesca, and he was. Uh, and you have to keep in mind, Huesca they have a right back, Bufarini, I think it is, mm-hmm. who is a Argentinian national team right back. So, on um, the fact that he's starting now over him, ninety minutes is impressive. So, yeah, I have big hopes in Ratio. Yeah, yeah, and um, Rush at uh, Fehervar in Hungary. Um, I he like I actually liked him last time, time. Yeah. yeah. And he's also now starter there too in Hungary. So it's That's interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't I, I, I forgot about him. him a bit. I would keep him Ratsiu for sure in this lineup. Mm-hmm. Um they can help us. And now the midfielders, Chikoldo, we have many of them. Chikoldo, <laughs> obviously in great form with Galatasaray. Um there's some games where he was a bit more quiet, but still, you know, playing quite well yeah. uh, he his first game he scored I think two goals was it yeah he scored yeah. one from the from the start. oh no one but was an assist also right yeah uh, he like he kind of like he hit the so like he hit a long shot and it uh, it ricocheted off the bar to a Galatasaray player who scored so okay. uh, I'm kind of I'm almost there almost there yeah but also Morutsan, who's also their chemistry is going to be helpful. But Morutsan, he hit the bar uh, against Lazio and he also took a cross, which was leading to the goal. The own yeah, goal. let's okay. The, the, which the, is the crossbar was kind was of irrelevant, really but yeah the, yeah, the crossbar was really good. The the cross, I don't know, let's see. It's just kind of irrelevant, lucky, but <laughs> still, still. He's making an impact there, but the problem with him is now he's not starting many games. He's usually playing only 45 minutes. Um, and part of the reason I read is that uh, he doesn't speak English very well and um, not communicating as well as Chikoldo is. So uh, I'm sure in a couple of months' time, he will integrate better. But, yeah, and um, he's not uh, up to speed physically to the... He's not, yeah. he's not ready physically for it. Chikaldo is a bit older, so he obviously... And, he, and he's different as, you know, he has a different build, let's say. And so he's obviously a bit... Oh, yeah. Chikaldo's stamina is amazing. Yeah. 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 Morutsando needs to yeah improve that, but we already saw some good dribbling and shots by him. Yeah. So that will come. But um, Haji, of course, returned from COVID. And he already assisted two minutes in off the bench against uh, Livingston in the semi, in the quarterfinal. Sorry of the League Cup today, mm-hmm. so he should be there. Um, Dennis Mann, who actually just got COVID uh, on the twentieth, I believe. Unfortunately, he started well at Parma. I think he scored once or twice, but he, he scored, started uh, well. He scored this week as well. He scored one this week. Yeah. Okay. So two times then, and um, he so. The thing with him is he just got COVID, so 14 days plus the 20th would be October 4th, most likely, um, just before they go to Germany. So um, it's going to be important to, uh, or rather, sorry, I think we are hosting Germany. Uh, no, we're playing away. We hosted them in March when there were no Oh, camps. yeah, you're right. But regardless, he should be able to make the camp um, according to the COVID protocol. So mm-hmm. let's hope for that. Michaela, also in good form for Parma. He's, he's back. almost he's literally carrying back. the team. Yeah, he's carrying the team on his shoulders the way he seemed, he was seeming pissed off that the team wasn't doing anything. He took the ball himself and uh, went with three players around him and scored. 
You know, yeah. he's very good in movement and, and very fast. So he got like I like what? him. He has personality. He got like two goals since the season started. Yeah, two, two goals in three matches. Yeah. Yeah, he only came back like last week. Yeah, and it's crazy. He's He just needs to make sure he doesn't get injured again. And uh, I think that has to do with his physical development. Special player, honestly. Yeah, but he's such a good character. Like his personality, that's the type of player that is this, the type to change a game, right, for a team. Yeah. He, he's, that, he's our Haji, really. Despite Even I though we have so. Haji, he's our, in my opinion, he's going to be like that for us. Or Mutu. He's different to Haji. He's a bit more athletic than Haji. Yeah, he's like our Mutu, let's say. More mm-hmm. than Man. I think Man is still has... He has good qualities, for sure, but he's not there. Man can be good. Man can be good. If Man can... Uh, Man is a bit more... Seems a bit more uh, anxious than Mihaela. He doesn't really... He isn't that... Like, Mihaela is the man for Very the direct. occasion. Man, uh, Man is not there yet, yeah. but he can be. Like he's yeah, Michaela has, he, yeah, yeah. I think Michaela has more personality and he's more direct. Yeah, Whereas exactly. Man is like, yeah, like Michaela, you're saying. Michaela is just fearless. And as a side note, he he got Buffon posting all about him like a, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you <laughs> that saw was that. an amazing touch. Yeah, he had yeah, man, Buffon's ball touch around the keeper and shoot like that. That was very clever. Very yeah, very like. It was such a good goal that Buffon made an Instagram post about it and saying what a lovely goal and you know the magic and of scoring in the thing. last minute. Wow. Yeah, but that's that's another thing is that not only these two guys, Morutanchi, Goldo, Mihaila, and Man, not only their chemistry is going to help the national team, but also um, the fact that Buffon is teaching these young guys like how to what the goalie is expecting, you know, things, little tricks. I'm sure. He's the best goalkeeper ever, arguably. And yeah. he, he must be teaching them things like that. So, yeah, and even it in, help them to score. Even in, uh, even at Galata, they have, you know, they have Fatih Terim, of course, the, the greatest manager ever. And they also have, they also have good players there. They have former Premier League midfielders. They have, they had Falcao, who was a, who was a world, mm-hmm. world-class striker and who maybe taught them a thing or two. So, yeah. They're actually working with big names now, which is, you know, very important for our football. Yeah, I agree. And um, also, Rezvan Marin and Marius Marin are there, of course. Um, Rezvan Marin had, uh, I think, one goal and three assists in the last five games before today. But, um, yeah, so obviously he's going to be a key player. Marius Marin is at the top of Serie B with Pisa, and he's been playing quite well too, I hear. Um, yeah. Maxime, I don't know. He hasn't been playing lately, so I'm surprised to see him in the list. I don't think I he's... Think he, I, was he, might not, he might not stay, to be honest. Yeah, he might get dropped. And then, um, especially with some local players, but Mitrica is making a comeback, and I'm very happy to see that he scored two goals lately for Pauke. Uh one in the in conference. Yeah, conference and also in the league today. Yeah, he scored. yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So he's an, it's nice to see him back. Um, I'm sure he will stay this time. I have a feeling. If he's hungry, if he's hungry enough and he can motivate himself, can be really dangerous for the national team. Oh, like, for sure. He can, he can start for the national team and change games. If he for can. Sure. He's another type like Mihaila, like you're saying, because he's hard to get the ball off when he really wants to dribble. If he cuts, he's gone, you know, because yeah. he's so short too and he's very fast. No, very but, hard to get the ball from him. Yeah, no, but like uh, like uh, a, a prime Mitrita, let's say, like a, a self-motivated Mitrita is, is, a, is a hell of a player. Yeah, true. Like that game against Norway. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, like the, the guys were just passing to him non-stop, regardless of his position, just because he, he could do something with the ball all the time. Yeah, he opens up. He's that guy that unlocks defenses when you need creativity or, or just to get pie, past the, the players, like you're saying. Yeah. You can only, you know, make the ball do the work so much if, if you know, someone has to have the ability to actually open up defenses. You know, yeah. Unless there's a ton of space and you're countering, and then 
it's easier without that, but Mitritsa would be important. Nedelku, um, I'm not sure what's going on with him in Dusseldorf, but uh, I don't think he was playing recently. I think it's. I think he's staying though. I think he was really yeah. useful we in need, September. We need him. We need a defender that. I mean, a defensive midfielder that can play the ball. So, yeah, vertically, right? He can uh, play as a center back as well. So, yeah, that's good too as cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanchu, of course, who scored a hat trick, I think today. Yeah, I saw um, that. That's good. And uh, Florian Andone, who had some troubles uh, in Spain. Uh, he wasn't fully fit, but I'm sure by the time October comes around, he will have hopefully one match. I think it's a bit too soon for him. I, I wouldn't risk him. I wouldn't take him to the national team, considering the fact he's not the most prolific scorer for the national team. So. I, I'd keep him on the bench just in case, but that's just me. Um, Pushkash, uh, who improved lately also, but then again, he was dropped again after, so I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we, don't, had an we don't really, there. we're not really good with strikers, aren't we? No. No, it's a difficult situation for us there, but. Maybe we can force one of the wingers to play up front. Like we, maybe Tanasi we can force Mihail to for, to play up front. Maybe or Man, but I would think I don't know. Uh, what was I gonna say? Tanasi was Tanasi, is Tanasi. Good, but but he's injured. Yeah, oh, he's injured course. till yeah. December, I think, or November. You're right. Tanasi as a false nine would have been good. Yeah, he's good as a false nine. I rate him. Um, now I guess we can move on to uh, Liga. Yep. So, what do you feel right now about the league situation? I mean, Chefere is struggling even in Conference League, but still top of the table. I think they're running away with it. To be honest, I don't yeah. think there's anyone that can realistically stop them because of I don't think FCSB is nearly as good as Chefere and I. We saw with Krajova that, you know, they, they played on Monday and, you know, Krajova like, kind of like took the game to them. It wasn't like, apart from the like 20, apart from the first 20 or 30 minutes, Krajova was, you know, not not on top of them, but they were a bit more in the game, let's say, uh, but still lost. Um, and they are now 11 points adrift. Um, so... It's for them, I think yeah. it's impossible to recover eleven points. It's really tough. Even though they, even though the thing with Krajowa is that now they're playing better than they they used to, but they have less points, which is frustrating, to be honest. Yeah, we're not really not efficient in uh, conversion in the final third. Always like some stupid decision or some very easy misses by you know Kolic. I don't know what happened to him, but. He's kind of really done for me, I think. He's not done. Not I don't know if he's done. But like, he's been out for so long. It's obvious that he's struggling. Like, imagine, you know, you, let's say you're a, you're a, you 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 work in IT, let's say, and you don't touch a computer for you. You're not gonna be able to know where the the apps are. You're not gonna know where. Uh, the word is uh, or excel is or whatever like he literally has a metal piece in his in his foot it, it, it's very tough for him to to recover like i understand him but you know still he he his miss uh like two weeks ago was horrendous and it, you can have like three metal pieces in your foot and you you still have to score that with your eyes closed but, yeah, but that's that's what I mean. I know what you mean. Like, okay, maybe done is harsh, but I just I'm so tired of you know. I see two weeks he's fine, then he's injured again, you know, and I'm just tired of that. And he cannot pick up form if he's always injured. So that's what I worry about. But I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he does make a comeback. Um, but anyways, it's not just him. We have Ivan, who's also not very bright and and missing some. Simple chances, Markovic, uh, not in the same form that he was before the national team. 
Ivan is really um, frustrating as well. I think that he ruined he, us. He really has potential to be good. He his ones are top notch, and I think that he like he has the physique for to be a footballer. He he's tall. He's fast. He he can like he really has the the tools to be good. But like I don't know, he he missed so many chances. But you know the the system with two up front that really can't play last week. It, it it could really benefit them too because they really complement each other as a as a yeah I I agree we need that in Kreo because obviously the system relying on one striker has not worked well mm-hmm. you know you need them to uh, how do you say play off each other mm-hmm. yeah like we've seen against safety we've seen a lot of and and against Jeffery we've seen a lot of times where Ivan got in behind the defense. But couldn't finish, couldn't finish. And we also have Koich who can hold the ball and play him through, maybe. Like, we, we really have a good uh, partnership if we give it time to work in hack and game chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. But um, also, Nish, what do you think about Nistor in Banku right now as well? Uh, I said my, I have, I have my thoughts on Banku that he's off form of, of, at the moment. Um, yeah. I think he, I think he'll obviously pick up and he's he's gonna regain his form because that's what he always does. I think the injury at the start of the season maybe also affected him, uh, but he's gonna miss a couple of games now. I think he's suspended for the next game, and maybe that will that's gonna help him. And with Nistor, he's not necessarily bad. He, like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really think of Nistor and like and say something like, oh, he needs to improve this or that, and he's doing that wrong. I just think, I don't know, he's just there. He's not doing anything particularly wrong. Yeah. Mateo, though. Mateo, though. <laughs> I don't know. Mateo, I, I don't know how he's still a Kreva player, but I, he's not going to hang around for much longer, I don't think. And now he's had a bust-up with the coach, and I think he's going to, he's finally going to be you know, sold and all that. Um, I think I think his time has passed. I think that we have some midfielders in the squad which really could help us. Like I'm talking about Uri and Kretsu. Kretsu hasn't played for us yet because he's injured, but I think yeah, Liz Uri yeah. has the potential to be oh, really he's good. an amazing signing. His yeah, that was a I was very happy for once for that signing. That was very uh, astute. I think he was the best player we had. Uh, against Chefere. If he can score more goals, because like he has the creativity in his legs and he has pace and that, if he can score yeah. some goals, he he's going to be a top player for us. Super yeah. player. But I think also Pigliacelli has to go at some point. Uh, there is no... Next summer, I think it's his... He, he, his heart is not in it, I think. I don't know. You don't really see it, and because he's a goalkeeper. But like, I think he's still a good player. Like, obviously, I think you can see his quality. He has ability, yeah. But I don't know what's going on with him. He seems it doesn't feel like his heart is there. But to me, maybe he's I... irreplaceable, man. I think like he has that dose of madness <coughs> in him that is not that you don't find anywhere. I don't think you, from this point of view, I don't think he's replaceable in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, Lazar is not a bad goalkeeper though, but I know what you mean. He's, he's he doesn't have the same eccentricity. He doesn't have this. He's not like as much of a sweeper keeper as Pigliacelli is. Yeah, uh, Pigliacelli on the ball is good, you know. Yeah, he yeah. N- not the same personality or any of that. Yeah, I agree. Um, but what about the rest of the teams? Botoshan is off to a very good start in the league. Um, even beating Boto, uh, I mean, sorry, even beating Chefere. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, really good for them. Yeah, yeah. Kaje really and Agenda are very doing very well for them. Yeah, These really good teams. team. They they gave Koritoro the tools to to create a decent team, and now they're reaping the reward. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Krajova had the scouting of Botoshan or even Chefere? Because these two teams, we have, you know, money, but Botoshan is the opposite. No money, but better scouting. Yeah. So. The problem with Botoshan is that they have good scouting, but they keep selling pairs to random teams in the country. Very quickly, of, yeah. You no, know, but like, imagine if 
only one team bought from Botoshan and had all their players. They would have made like they would have done well in the Europa League or something. But now they, you know, they're selling, <laughs> no, they're selling a player to PSV, playing a player to Chefren. Nobody makes a difference. So yeah, that, but that, that's a pity. It mattered to them, even though, if you think of it long term, it does matter for the league. But um, to them, it doesn't matter. They just want the highest bidder, right? So yeah, exactly. But exactly. anyways, Rapid also had a, initially had a good start, but then they slowed down a bit. They, um, they started lose, to they're concede. They're losing pace now. Yeah, they're on the way down. They've they've been leading for like so. They've they've been in the lead three games in a row now, and they've dropped points on every occasion. They've yeah. lost. They've lost twice at home. They've lost team. Yeah. So as some people predicted, they might have to struggle to stay in playoffs. It's gonna be tough for them, but let's see. Yeah. Um, Uta. Really good, uh, really impressed by them. Yeah, they're they need to score more, I think, but um, they're doing quite well defensive side. Yeah, and they have great fans as well. That's helpful. Yeah, great. And the thing with well. them, I, I like very much uh, Mikulescu. He's quite interesting. He could be an option in the f- future. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, scored the ninetieth <laughs> minute winner a couple of weeks ago. Really good. Yeah. He's like the, the next man for them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. man also came from there, right? Yeah, yeah. Two um, fishes a bit. Yeah. And um, Farul also kind of had a good start and even, you know, dismantled Clean Chen 5 nothing, But then they lost surprisingly to Kindia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And even Shepsi in the in the cup. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but uh, to Shepsi, they lost to two bad refereeing. They gave, a, they gave a non-existent penalty. Yeah, and it was an even match too. They both had good chances. So, yeah, yeah, it was funny to see you know Lucas and playing against Farul because he was from there before, right? He, before he was he playing for Farul last year. Yeah, and then he went to Turkey and came back. Yeah. But anyways, um, it's interesting that Sali NS Sali made his uh, the oh, youngest yeah. the, 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 the big moment of, of the last month or so. 15 years old and, and 15 and a half. It's crazy, you know? Yeah. But he's very well built for his age, very physically uh, developed. Yeah. And has great touch, great dribbling. Yeah. I was impressed by his uh, CV. Um, yeah. Apparently, he, he was born in Canada and even spent one year in the Barcelona Academy. To do that by 15, I think that's impressive. Yeah, for sure. Because um, he actually... My local club here, Toronto FC, he was, um, I think he was there for a short time, but also Woodbridge, uh, not far from here. Yeah. Uh, and then he went to Barcelona Academy, and like not a camp in another country, like the actual academy. Yeah. So that's impressive. But I think some issue with FIFA, he had to leave. I can't remember exactly the issue, but it was a FIFA-related issue. So Barcelona had to let some players go, and um, he was one of them. And his father found he spoke to Haji and I think that's a very good win for us because he's in our youth national teams now and working with Haji so closely and, and being given that chance so young will endear him to us so he has more chances in my opinion to play for us no, but like, isn't he like fully Romanian doesn't he have Romanian parents he, or something? he is actually well both his parents are Romanians even though they're ethnic Turks so I believe probably from Dobroja okay yeah um, but they're ethnic Turks, but they're Romanian. So yes, most likely he would take us. But um, because he's born in Canada, there is a chance that he would play for Canada, right? But I really hope the kid, uh, the Canadians are watching the Romanian league for God's sake. Oh, they are. I I follow this uh, for football forum in Canada, and uh, they're posting all the time about him. Now his. They're excited already about him, even though they, they're kind of assuming he's just going to play for Canada. I'm like, uh, don't be so sure about this one. You know, Corbeanu is different situation, but... Yeah. You know, <laughs> I hope he doesn't switch. <laughs> but we'll see. Well, we'll see how he develops. He's still very, very young. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but good start from him. Um, and Fechesebe, underwhelming, quite underwhelming. They they did dismantle Dinamo to give them credit, Six but no. still, yeah. still 
in the game with uh, all the dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Dinamo always find good ways to market and, and good uh, ideas. But uh, wow, that was a crazy. I think that was the biggest win ever. Yeah, be, be, you know, like in, in that in type of game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're also needing, I think, more. Uh, they need something new because Korda and, and Vali Georgia, while they're okay young players, they're not amazing. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but they also have Coman Popescu. Uh, yeah, Coman. Oh, Budescu is the big one that they brought back, which is, uh, that was smart. I think he can help them a lot in the pushing for playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. It still feels like a half-ass team, personally, to the potential they could be without if Gigi was, you know, more clever. But that's just me. And um, yeah, that's the top six right now, plus Krajova, that we discussed. Who's ninth? Uh, who is ninth? Yeah, but the points are also very close. With you know, only three points behind fourth. Yeah, I you know, know but. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot can change, but um, I don't know. There's not much to say right now. Though we should also discuss about Chefere, um in against Jablonek yeah. in the Conference League. That was a very frustrating match because Petrescu decided to go defensive from the start, you know, against a team with defensive issues. If you look at Jablonek in the league, in the Czech League, um, hold on a second. Yeah, in the Czech league, they have 12 goals against and they're in ninth place out of 16. That doesn't really sound inspiring. Yeah, they're decent attacking-wise, but in the defense, they're very bad. So I'm surprised that Petrescu took the same approach as he would against the big team, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, of course, Kamora got sent off in the 51st minute and the... trying to save a goal because Bulgredan missed the ball right through his hands yeah. from across. So, I don't know. Kamara was kind of stupid there to do that too. But, you know, at that point, instead of risking being sent off, just allow it to go in if you can't save it, you know? Yeah. Because they converted the penalty anyway, right? So, yeah. now, after going down to 10 men, it was... They actually... They did improve, but it was too difficult, right? Yeah. They started to actually attack finally, but it uh, wasn't enough. And very bad to start this way in the group, especially when they still have to play Alkmaar um, and Randers. So mm-hmm. yeah. not not a good situation in Europe once again. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, but anyways, um, I think that's all we really have to talk about for this episode. Unless you have something to add. Uh no. Uh, I think we. I think that's all we got time for. All right. Well, uh, once again, uh, thank you for listening to our episode and Panedata uh, Vitoire. This is uh, Philip. This is Soya. All right. Take care, guys. Yeah. See you guys. Bye bye.